You're listening to the Totally Indian Football Show by Humans of Indian Football. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Totally Indian Football Show. I'm your host Siju and uh, well we are done with ISL. We had a great uh, outing of the entire ISL tournament, but I think I don't know if the final stood up to the expectation and how the entire ISL went by, but uh, before we speak about that and a lot of things on this show, we let me introduce the two of the gentlemen today. We have both the men in and uh, on the show Ajay and Sandeep. Welcome to the show guys. Hey Zuju, how are you? Hey Sandeep, how are you? All good. All good. Hope you guys are also fine in Mumbai. Yes, yes, we're all <laughs> fine as of now. Hopefully, we continue. To really hope that we continue to stay fine. But uh, anyway, let's come back to the uh, discussion. We have ISL to talk about, and we have a bit of I League, which is. Like always, we say I League has always lived up to the expectation. In fact, almost uh, I think every time it exceeds the expectation. Every time with the competition, the performance, and uh, just surprises us always. So we'll keep that towards the end. We'll begin with the ISL final that was played last Saturday. Uh, to our listeners, we recorded this episode on a Thursday, so you will be listening to this on a Saturday uh, morning. Hopefully, before the I League fixtures, uh, I League matches begin. uh but uh, to start with mumbai city versus atk mb a 2-1 victory for mumbai city fc bipin to score the uh, winner i think uh, the to highlight the entire thing he just deserved that particular moment right because uh, that was the highlight because bipin was one of the outstanding players of the season and uh, what a way for him to end uh, the season with a victory Uh, scoring the final goal and uh, lifting the trophy for his team. I'll start with Sandeep. Sandeep, your thoughts on the final game? What were you? What did you make of it? Uh, we probably thought, you know, Lober uh, Habas is usually known to nick the game, uh, but here it was the other way around. Yeah, I mean, final-wise, uh, as a game individually, I thought it was not the best of quality because if you look at it, all the goals were conceded. from defensive mistakes uh, whether it's a goalkeeper or whatever it is so i didn't make any great shakes of it and uh, but yeah it in the balance of play probably mumbai deserved it because they finished on top of the league so uh, it stands to reason that they should win the title as well which is this is what i would uh, suggest and uh, yeah that's what happened but uh, i guess there is nothing other other than the title being decided atk mb was already uh, going for the afc cup so good thing that they got that the top two teams deserve to do that so yeah it seems interesting only i don't know what to say dude it seems i i was very disappointed with the quality of that game because terry was so good throughout the whole season for him to make that pass and for the goalkeeper to come charging around them and missed it and then again make another mistake decisive ones but having said that very very happy that bipin was the goal scorer who uh, won it for the for the league and who won the league and everything it's good nice that an indian got the shine at the end of the day so that's one good thing yeah i mean also the only one only hat trick to be scored this season by bipin and like i said it was a fitting finale even for him personally as a player uh, to get that winner for his side ajay your thoughts how happy and ecstatic are you one you've, you've been following mumbai city since the start second year of mumbai kar it's actually uh, quite funny because um, you know i told my wife that mumbai city fc won the isl and uh, you know she couldn't really remember 
you know the the club but i had to sort of you know go back and tell her that we had gone to uh, one of the first uh, mumbai city home games you know in 2014 for a date not an ideal place to go for a date but i think if you're a football fan uh, you know you end up doing these things so yeah they they really come a long way from you know playing games at uh, the dy patel stadium in navi mumbai to coming to andheri uh, to play in the mumbai football arena um, i i don't think so uh, i mean i you know barely missed uh, a few uh, handful home games here or there so it is quite good to see a club from mumbai uh, you know who unquestionably has a rich history in uh, indian football but you know in the recent uh, years we've seen uh, clubs like air india ongc uh, mahindra united all plug out and of course mumbai fc so it is good to see a, a team from mumbai win the trophy uh, they they look favorites and uh, you know even in the last pod although my brain was telling uh, it was you know senior habas going to nick you know one one final like uh, like he's always done in the past i think heart always said uh, mumbai city fc and i think that's that's what they showed uh, the final itself was quite cagey uh, no team wanted to lose it it showed in the quality of football um, and you know it it showed that you know even uh, tiria sandeep mentioned you know who was so solid ended up making an error and arindam as well you got to feel for him i you know as a fellow goalkeeper you know goalkeepers union you really feel you know when a goalkeeper makes an error uh, sometimes you get lucky like uh, hugo lloris got in the uh, world cup final france versus croatia where he made a very silly blunder but his team won it so no one remembers it but in case of arindam well you know i think uh, you saw it right at the end when he got the golden glove he seemed uh, least interested to do, uh, to you know to receive the award so got a feel for him but i think end of the day uh, the better team won you can say overall uh, mumbai city fc have been more consistent than uh, atk mb despite going you know through that 5 6 game uh, spell where they, where they were little uh, you know off the gas but uh, credit to bipin credit to uh, lobera you know who finally uh, i think at the start of the season people were questioning whether he's got a plan b you know uh, when it comes to changing tactics when things aren't going his way i think this season he's he's shown it by winning both the shield and the isl trophy so um, very happy for the mister and uh, i think you know that really puts that sheen in that in this four year spell uh, in india as uh, managers of fc goa and now mumbai city fc I want to ask you how bo- big a boost should this be considered for Mumbai football? One, secondly, you know, I think Mumbai City should finally take advantage of this and uh, be that probably flag bearer of uh, getting Mumbai football where it was earlier. Absolutely. I mean, let's call uh, a spade a spade. Uh, I don't think so. The Quan team have done anything major, you know, after uh, Mumbai City came into existence. it's just sporadic spurts here here or there you know no one knows about mumbai city fc you know and by no one i mean the 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 large mass uh, of you know of the audience because football is a common man's game and the common man should know you know uh, that they have a team to represent or you know to stand behind or to get behind with and the classic example here is you know bengaluru fc where they they really connected with the fan base across you know everywhere you know from students to um uh, businessmen to um, you know the it guys everyone is there in the stadium and you know it's a slow process but with mumbai we never saw that happening uh, but i think after the city football group have taken over uh, they they've shown some improvements albeit uh, digitally because uh, you know uh, of the pandemic 
uh, obviously we had uh, the entire season behind closed doors so i'm looking forward to see what they do in terms of uh, you know getting fans to uh, support this this team uh, and i think in the in the world of sports business everyone speaks about fan engagement fan engagement we should do fan engagement but i don't see any fans so we need to create more fans right and i think uh, the best way that uh, typically you have fans following a club is when the club starts winning trophies and in this case you know mumbai have won a couple of trophies here so i'm really hoping that uh, you know this this kind of uh, you know boosts the the overall uh, sport in the city um, you know if you go to any of the maidans you know cross maidan old maidan you know you would see cricket being played but in one small corner you will have uh you know a bunch of kids or a bunch of people playing football so i really hope that that number increases more kids take up the sport and we have more uh fans uh, thronging to the stadiums once uh, things get all right and um yeah i mean you know i'm i'm really uh, ho- sort of excited to see what uh, the city football group have in store with regards to grassroots development and starting football schools and supporting the local clubs in the city because uh you know it so you know we we've been in bombay you you've been in mumbai for i mean you've been covering mumbai football for so long and i think um uh the the local scene over here is as good as anywhere uh in the country you know i mean you talk about the footballing hotbeds of goa west bengal and you know all across the northeast i i i think even you know in, ter- in terms of sheer volume mumbai has got that potential to sort of you know get there but you know, the culture is always the, there the 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 passionate fans have always been passionate about the game so it's just a matter of you know taking this victory and building momentum onto it and you know i uh, creating that uh, you know creating that uh, sort of like you know support for the for the local team and uh, i'm waiting for the day when we see mumbai football arena uh, filled to its maximum capacity yeah without uh, without putting out some appeal videos or stuff without doing that you know i, I think like like ajay mentioned uh, a team gets people you know or uh, maybe attracts the fans once they start winning trophies and may this be a start for that uh, we do have people in handful number of people in pockets or sections uh, in the city where people are passionate about the sport but hopefully uh, this should boost uh, many more uh, fans to be out there and come out and support mumbai city fc and hopefully we also see some effort put from the mumbai city uh, team as well to do that uh, so yeah i mean lot of things to look forward to but uh, before i move on uh, we still be talking about the isl discussion sandeep as a whole for you how has the season of isl been and with this whole you know it, we saw it all right it was post lockdown it the first tournament i mean before that we had i league qualifiers of course uh, but isl again football it, it continued with isl and it went on for 4 5 months and it was a bubble i think kudos to the entire team at the back end in goa who put up you know the team of star and everyone else who put up this tournament for us yeah absolutely uh, people if when you walk out on the road you don't realize that there is a pandemic going on maybe but regardless of that to actually host a 5 month long league in the country is a great achievement especially considering the fact that uh, they were the footballers out of the pioneer in the country there were some golf tournaments and some tennis tournaments maybe here and there the small uh, small level but uh, football led the way you had ipl which went out you know uh, to the gulf to con- conduct their event which is a two month event and for these guys to do a five month event and have 
very little problem they not i'm not going to say that there was no breach in bubble and things like that but whatever happened was very you know insignificant in in uh, in some sense to get this done is amazing then on top of that uh, i think the season was great in like i got fatigued i'll be very honest i took a week off in between because i just didn't want to watch anymore because every day was just a grind but uh, other than that maybe that can be something they can look forward to in the schedule maybe give two days off a week or something and not have games every day but uh, yeah as we move on into this three stadiums they had to maintain they did an excellent job the production was excellent the commentators and the uh, experts and you know all these people over there uh, i am not a big fan of maysfield but the rest of them did a very good job and maysfield also it's only because the way he talks to talks down to people but actually as a person he is a very very nice guy from uh, all accounts uh, someone who is very helpful and everything so uh, maybe there is a dichotomy over there but nevertheless a phenomenal job from everyone even the clubs i guess uh, would they generally they would have to travel you know length and breadth of the country to play the games here they didn't have to they were always in and around the stadium they just had to travel small distances maybe that helped you you don't know maybe after one season only we'll get to know uh, would they actually prefer to play a game in one spot or actually travel the length and breadth of the country you know which complicates recovery process and all those kind of things so yeah there was no home and away advantage here as such i'm also curious to see how much uh, not having fans have affected like a team like bengaluru or even uh, kerala blasters for example had the luxury of having lot of fans all all you know all around all the time and for them to not have anybody around and play in an atmosphere may or may not have played a part you can see how liverpool is sort of uh, you know struggling right since the fans are not there now maybe there is a correlation over there maybe once next year when we go back to the fans you will see uh, better performance from bangalore at least uh, i don't know about kerala blasters um yeah so there are some interesting things and even in production they did an excellent job in terms of crowd noise and things like that which i think they will use uh, further next year especially in grounds where there are less number of fans and just to give an ambience they will probably tweak it a little bit so yeah a lot of things that uh, they've done which has improved uh, and uh, kudos to everyone they, they did a phenomenal job to ensure that people like uh, me had something to write about and uh, people like us had something to talk about and generally some entertainment uh, from football in the country yeah absolutely and i mean this podcast started just before the isl could do and we had something to talk about where you look back at the i league qualifiers but then throughout we had something to talk and you know to keep going there are of stories phenomenal stories coming out from absolutely crazy players some good coaching done there and uh, we'll come to that but before that ajay let me get your thoughts on this entire tournament and what do you have to say about this whole uh, the whole league that went by and uh, now we are done with isl it's, it's fantastic i mean you know to have this is the longest season you know of the isl um, i think you know we are all looking you know for a day when you have promotion relegation and you get to see the likes of you know uh, uh, the real kashmiris and uh, um, churchill brothers come up get promoted and come and play in the same uh, you know league as, as the others so uh, just to start off with we finally had the whole mohan bagan and uh, east bengal debate with i mean it was brewing on since uh, 2014 and we finally got to see them uh, you know in the form of atk mb and uh, sc eb so uh, uh, the kolkata giants came into the isl we finally got you know an intercity rivalry which uh, the fsdl were holding off for so long uh, 
I mean, as a as a football fan, I don't understand why because intercities, uh, intercity rivalries are probably the best in the world. But we finally got to see that, and uh, I think the the uh, amount of uh, talent, Indian talent that exploded in this tournament was great to see, especially from you know, the likes of uh, Hyderabad FC, who had a bunch of uh, you know Indian players really really playing well and probably you know uh, uh, missed out quite unluckily on the playoff uh, place. And we got to see Northeast United and uh, Khalid Jamil, uh, you know, go on, on on a fairy tale run. Really, you know, the the, the team with one of the lowest budgets. And uh, again, you know, we saw Apuya play absolutely brilliantly for you know his first maiden call up to the national team. So um, interesting stories between uh, Hyderabad FC and uh, uh, Northeast United, and uh, I guess uh, FC Goa as well, who you know lost their entire core of the team and the coach, but still remain competitive uh, that was quite good to see and uh, i guess uh, you know with with chennai uh, and less less over chennai and with more with bengaluru you will uh, probably st- see the start of a new era i think they've completed the cycle uh, and you would see a lot of new faces coming in they've already got a new uh, italo german coach so uh, quite excited to see uh, in you know in the direction that they progress uh, we still have the Champions League and the AFC Cup uh, games to to be played, and I think just before that we have the international friendlies. The boys are already in uh, the Middle East right now. So um, really, I mean, yeah, as Sandeep mentioned, you know, uh, last four months, you know, just uh, it was quite action-packed. Uh, we tried to do the football wraps initially. You know, we could we could do it every day, but you know, as as time went on, it was something. Uh, where we couldn't do it, but uh, nevertheless, I think as a as an Indian football fan, had a lot of fun, um, and uh, in the end, the the team from my city won it, so quite happy. <laughs> Talking about the fatigue that Sandeep mentioned, I think I remember uh, we were three four matches into the ISL, and I remember tweeting this like I'm already tired of watching. <laughs> so I get that, and and that kind of got to us when we were doing the ISL raps as well uh, towards the end towards the end the middle where we just kind of could not keep up to it and could not could not put out every day but yeah. hey uh, thanks to all the fans who still stuck around and showed all the love for whatever we try to do during the season but this podcast is not going anywhere this will be running throughout and just like Ajay mentioned we have still more lot of stuff ACL AFC Cup uh, the national team is in the Gulf playing uh, for the international friendlies we'll talk about that maybe the next week uh, just before they take on uh, the friendly games but uh, again now he also Ajay also mentioned about the players and some so that brings me to the next segment where we're going to talk about uh, where I'm going to ask both of you uh, to pick your best five Indian players from the season and best five foreign players so I'll start with Sandeep uh, first give us your best five Indian picks Okay, uh, number one is obviously Bipin, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, probably the most improved player this year and the most impactful one also to, and Lovera keeps, has the ability to do this, he did this with uh, Jackie Hickson before and this year the, it's Bipin, so he's the one. And uh, second one is uh, Akash Mishra, to be that mobile and that fast and that consistent over 90 minutes in the heat and humidity that they were playing in, unbelievable. And uh, a very good defender also. Everyone talks about him going forward, but he stands up quite well uh, to challenges. Uh, Chingling Sana is the other one, because I just think to have a defender who has the ability to pass through the lines is something that's not very common in India. So it's great to have a, a player who can do that. And uh, as you look deeper into his uh, history, he's always been able to do this. 
uh, I, I met Richard Hood who coached him during the TFA days. And he used to say he has always had this ability to do this. And Pratim also in the podcast that we released uh, just two, yesterday or something, he talks about uh, how BFC wanted to sign Sana and uh, Vinit Rai when they signed uh, Udanta. So uh, he was always in, the, in and around the people, the coaches and things like that to finally you know, make it and break it into the break into the footballing landscape with great. So, Sana is there. Um, very sad that Ashutosh has missed out. I think he's uh, probably the best uh, solid right back. I know we have Ashisai and things, but uh, I think he's quite impressive and he's good at uh, defensive set pieces as well. Amrinder in gold, not a shadow of a doubt. I, I mean, he's he's the best in India this season for sure. There is no two ways about it. And he single-handedly saved Mumbai at least like five, six months. So, you have to give it to the measure. And uh, I'm a little up. Sad again, like uh, Ashu, uh, this guy, Manbir also is missing out in my lineup, but uh, Apuya had to go in. He's an excellent midfielder and uh, someone that India can now, like a huge upgrade on uh, Amarjit for sure. Probably uh, perfect one to play with Thapa in that uh, covering role of sorts and allowing Thapa to be more of a creative presence. So, yeah, I think uh, these five I would pick. So just to repeat, uh, your if your five picks are Bipin, Mishra, Sana, uh, Apuya, and Amrinder. Yes, I wanted to pick up one one each from uh, you know all the defense midfield goalkeeper and plus you know all the four positions and plus one. Okay, great. So just to be clear, uh, this these are Sandeep's best five uh, Indian picks: Bipin, Mishra. Akash Mishra, Sana, Apuya, and Amrinder Singh. Now, coming to you, Ajay, your best five Indian picks from the Arsenal season. I, I want to pick something different though, because uh, I think there are a lot of players, and uh, obviously, Sandeep uh, shows a very strong five side team <laughs> for, for him. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, these players are you know there. I think um, uh, credit to Amrinder first, um, despite having a shaky final. I think he was really, really good. And I think, you know, on form, you've asked this question before to us. I think on form, uh, Amrinder deserves the, the, the number one spot in the uh, national team. But, um, okay, so five, I think I would first pick Liston. Uh, Liston, you know, just broke out and, you know, was quite uh, brilliant. Uh, and I, I also liked Hitesh Sharma as well. I mean, you know, he uh, had a very tough time. Uh, with injuries, um, you know, when he was with Kerala Blasters. But uh, I think, you know, we saw that, you know, he can, like, he, he has the quality to to progress. And I think he, you know, without a doubt, he had a better season than Sahal, uh, you know, this this year. Um, the, the bright spot of, you know, Kerala Blasters uh, season this time, I think, was Rahul KP. The emergence, I would say, of Rahul KP. We've always seen glimpses of, you know, what he can do. But I think with regular playing time, you know, he's got the quality to uh, uh, to be sort of like a permanent fixture, at least in the KBFC team as as an attacking winger. Um, right. Uh, apart from that, I think the one player that I really got impressed and I'm looking forward to see uh, him next year is Roger Zella. Uh, he really had a good start, uh, just sort of faded away towards the end, but uh, definitely has, uh, you know, the makings of, uh, you know, a, a decent player for the national team in the future. Um, uh, in the goalkeeping department, I uh, again uh, I would say that I, I was quite impressed with Ashdeep Singh of Odisha. 
uh you know again not a not a very well known name uh young guy uh, making it in the ranks but um yeah he had a torrid time odisha really were the most uh, uh woeful team this year uh, and uh he made a lot of saves that just speaks you know in in terms of defense that's that's ahead of him but uh, i i think this guy is a player to watch as well for the future and uh, lastly i think uh, ishan pandita super sub we were all excited to see what he can do uh, i had never seen him play live before this some hazy youtube highlights and uh, stories about him moving to spain and you know all of that we finally got to see him and as a super sub he was quite decisive whenever he got the chance and uh, quite an exciting um, uh, character you know because he brings in those characteristics and, and traits in uh, the national team like no one other uh, no, like no 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 one else you know because he's got um, nimble feet he's he's quick he's got a good left foot he's got a header on him and you know he's he probably could hold up the play <laughs> if steam match decides to go uh, you know the, the way of uh, allegedly stephen constantine but um, definitely a, a, i i would say a, a different i a modern number 9 in the making i i hope i'm not putting too much of pressure on him but but i guess that's that's my five Wait, did you pick five or six? Because if I'm not wrong, you mentioned Rochazella, you mentioned Liston, Hitesh, Rahul, KP, and Ashdeep. Ashdeep. And okay, That's so I picked six. So uh, let me make it an even seven. I think uh, I would go for another Hyderabad FC uh, guy, uh, Yasir. I was quite impressed with him. Uh, the cousin of uh, Mohammad Nawaz, the FC Goa goalkeeper. He was. Uh, I I don't know. I I just personally I like left-footed CMs and. Uh, Yeah, this this would be my seven aside. But if I had to ask you to remove two, I want just to find. I, I would remove Hitesh and uh, Yasser. I think it's just my bias towards Hyderabad FC that I overpick from there. But yeah. So then, okay. So your final pick would be Roshuzela, Liston, Rahul KP, Ashdeep, and Pandita. Yes. Okay. Okay, great. I mean, that's different. And uh, as I mentioned in the start itself, that he's going to pick a different side. Uh, but nonetheless, I think that's what the season of ISL has given us. They have given a dearth of uh, names for us. You know, uh, it's uh, I mean, no dearth of names for us to pick from. So we can just keep picking, and uh, there'll be still plenty, and there'll still be some missing out in the final one. But now let me come to the foreign picks, as ISL always likes to have more foreign players. Uh, so Sandeep, I'll start with you. Your best five foreign foreign players. No, no. Start start with Ajay. I don't want him to say that I picked the teams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Ajay, why don't you start then? We have no foreign goalkeeper, no. So that's that's quite a tough place to start. But uh, let me go with uh, Angulo, obviously, uh, winning up the the Golden Boot. Roy Krishna or David David Williams dealer's choice because both of them are so influential for uh, their club. uh diego morisio so then that make, does that make it three no 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 or... I, i i i would go for david williams this time uh, okay. more than roy krishna uh, so david williams uh, igor angulo morisio diego morisio of odisha fc um i would go for hugo bumu of uh, mumbai city fc uh, and lastly i would go for uh, machado for uh, of, of northeast united sandeep your turn now okay so i will go with uh, roy krishna front I don't think there is a more decisive player than him. Uh, maybe Angulo, but I like Roy Kusna. He does a lot more. Then uh, Aditane as well, because I can't uh, leave him aside. Because I don't think Hyderabad would be where they are if not for Aditane. 
he has got that ability to sort of be the reference point and brings the players around him into the game and things like that. So very well-rounded centre forward. Uh, Nogueira from uh, FC Goa. I think he's an excellent player, both going forward and backwards, and uh, for Jorge Ortiz also, because you know he's probably the I don't know. I keep saying probably the best foreigner, and I think that's true. He's just such a. I mean, when you look at it, he they brought him to replace Bumu, and Bumu was such a good num- number ten of sorts. And then they got this guy who's able to play on the wing. He's able to play number ten. He's able to play up front, false nine, whatever you want, dribbles with the ball. Uh, defends a lot more, so that's a phenomenal. I think it's a great upgrade on uh, Hugo Bumu for Goa. And uh, Fall or Thiri in at, at the back. I've just been thinking who, but uh, I would go for Fall because he won the title at the end of the day and scored a few more goals. So uh, yeah, Fall. I'm not wrong. You've picked Roy Krishna, Santana, Nogueira, Fall, and I missed out one. I think. George Ortiz. Ah, Ortiz. Okay, great. I mean, that's that's a great team over there from both from both of you with the Indian picks and uh, foreign picks. And to be honest, I think this season uh, we saw both of the sets, our Indian players as well as the foreign signings, do a great job uh, for their respective teams. Now it brings me to the final uh, segment for talking about ISL, which is uh, you guys have to pick your eleven uh, along with your coach of the season. So Ajay, I'll start with you. Uh, best 11 from the season uh, and who would you want uh, to see the coach of that team? Oh, I can pick, uh, you know, any number of players from one team. Yeah, it's all up to you. You okay. all just have to pick best 11 from the entire squad. But the, but the foreign rules remain, sir. Foreign yeah, yeah. Remains. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So are we going 3 plus 1 <laughs> this time or? <laughs> 5 hours. Yeah. The okay. ISL for yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Um, okay, so Amrinder, starting keeper, uh, left back Akash Mishra, uh, centre back Murtada Fall, and uh, Sandesh Jingan, uh, right back Ashutosh, uh, okay, in midfield, uh, I would go for Apuya, Hugo Bumu, uh, okay, who else? And I think I would go for Naguera. Right. And my uh, front three, I will go for uh, Bipin. Um, up top, I would go for Angulo. And uh, in the right wing, I would go for uh, Roy Krishna. And who is the coach of this team? Lobera. Lobera. Sergi Lobera. Great. Uh, Sandeep. Okay. So, Amrinder in goal. So, uh, I'll start with Amrinder in goal. Uh, Ashish Mishra, sorry, Akash Mishra and Ashish Rai as the two uh, wingbacks or fullbacks for her. Sana and Murtada fall at the center. I'll have Apuya uh, and Rowling sitting. And then Nogera further forward. George Ortiz, Roy Krishna and Bipin Singh as the three from attack. And the coach will be Juan Fernando. Considering that you guys have given this team and uh, it just makes you, you know, want to see them actually in action and how would they actually go on to be, it'll be really great. Uh, hopefully the coaches or these players are listening to, tune into this episode and uh, probably, you know, uh, want to you know, give us some feedback and their it'll, thoughts. It'll be, it'll be great if we can have like, you know, an ISL All-Stars versus I-League All-Stars, like how it happens in the MLS. <laughs> 
yeah well certain things uh, good to be have wish for but yeah that's where anyway uh, let's move on point before before yes. we move uh, sure, just sure. just amazing to see uh, fc goa play uh, you know an internal game i would say between uh, the coach the management the staff and the fan groups i think uh, that was quite a brilliant gesture that's i mean that's how you engage with your fans right i mean i know this is a podcast i'm making an air quote or your engagement but i think that's 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 those small things you know go go down a long way and um, i think one fernando also scored in that match i would love to see a highlight of of that goal yeah we can go for the fc goa team yeah we can definitely have we can definitely hope for the media team to get some glimpses or some views from that as well uh but moving on let's that ends and brings the end of discussion for us uh, for isl for this time uh but as a whole you know to shout out to all of them the stars everyone uh, who kind of put this up and to maintain that bubble all the players the coaches everyone who were there uh, its commentators and everyone because it's mentally quite uh they had to be fit mentally as well not just physically uh so kudos to all of them who kept this and uh, kept all these players safe as well to the medical staff and everyone out there so thanks to all of these guys and thanks to the boys on our podcast as well uh no we're not ending the podcast uh, with this we're just saying that uh, we'll have many more new voices coming on the show the show will uh continue throughout and uh, all of those announcements we'll have them later but i think before we touch upon the i league discussion i would just want to have sandeep speak about this because while we recorded the last episode and while it came out a lot happened not just in i league but also in bdfa uh where bengaluru united fc bengaluru united lifted the trophy they won the last game that they had to win uh and uh, it was good great scenes in bangalore so it's first title for richard and team uh sandeep your thoughts on that i think the league the media the league in the last two years have really improved from uh, what it used to be the top four teams had a chance to go in on the final day of sorts uh, to decide on the title they all had a very good chance to get there as well so that just shows the depth in that At least the top five, six teams are very close. There are some really poor teams as well. Even the KSFA Women's League that is going on now, which I think uh, the second match today at 3:30 will be the possibly the title decider. Even they have a very good uh, in depth. The four teams playing today, all four can potentially win the title. So again, that's another uh, exciting thing that's going on there. I just want to go to stadium after we done this. So yeah, that would be great. and uh, richard it's nice to see there a club who wants to do things the right way to play through the super division win it play second league second division league then get into the i league obviously uh, they couldn't directly get into the i league because of the restrictions that the team with that a city with an isl team cannot bid for a chance only but anyway we all know i league uh, uh, this bid is a scam they already know who's coming in there is for the sake of it putting some shit up but yeah they they're going to play second division i think uh, richard has bought a new striker uh, daniel car i think his name is uh, he's not up to speed yet because he hasn't played in a while but i think going forward we'll see a different sort of a team than uh, push and run team or something that we've seen we saw last year that second division they missed a striker 
and uh, this year they have already secured the services of one. I think they'll go and buy uh, an Asian midfielder as well because they're slightly lacking in creativity to be at the second division level. So yeah, all things looking good for them. Uh, they had to, and interestingly, I just tweeted it out. I had written the story then only. Robert Primus has been selected for the national team, the Trinidad and Tobago World Cup qualifier, based on his performances in the last uh, six to eight months here. So it's great to see that a second division team can get a foreign player into the national team also. So all in all, uh, very, very good times for Bangalore United. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, hopefully we have our national team coach take a note of that as well. Uh, well, talking about coaches and we mentioned about FC Goa and Fernando. Like I told our listeners uh, earlier that we are recording this on a Thursday. And just as we were recording, we got to know that Juan Fernando, FC Goa coach, has been tested positive for COVID. Uh, well, I mean, it's just a press release come out from the team and uh, they say that he's been in isolation and stuff like that so hopefully we wish for for a speedy recovery for uh, the coach and they, the news also says that the others are being tested uh, negative and uh, they also asked all the people who've come in uh, in contact with Ferrando uh, you know get themselves tested and take the right precautions so so yeah that's that and uh, let's move on talking about interesting bdfa even our i league always uh, sets up for a great uh, contest always and this time it's not different uh, once again you know like the la- i think the last episode was some crazy episode that we recorded because while we were recording i'm i think i'm seeing this for the third fourth time on the show because from the time we recorded and the time of release uh, even the I-League table uh, made a lot of shift up and down. And uh, we had uh, teams, we were talking about how Churchill are in the season and it's their season to lose. But we then had Gokulam and Trau uh, open up the table and now it's up to the three of them and it will go down to the final probably. Uh, we have a couple of games coming in the weekend and as this episode will be out on Saturday, we have some fixtures on Saturday, but that's mainly relegation battle and then we have Sunday fixtures which is the championship battle talking about relegation Sandeep we have Neroka that's uh, FC from the northeast from Manipur who are uh, relegated yeah I mean that's the unfortunate uh, truth and uh, in some way the eerie beauty of a league system right that a team like Neroka which is a which is a community club and who has struggled so hard for so long I remember watching them playing in the second division week with uh, Palguni Singh as their uh, you know, captain, who's still their captain. And for them to have gone through this journey, I think when uh, two years ago, when Minerva won the title, two, two, I think, these guys finished, no, three. That 2020 has thrown the calendar all over the place. But yeah, anyway, whenever Minerva won the title, Naroka finished second. So from there to now be relegated, it's quite sad. We don't know if they'll come back or they have any interest in coming back either because, you know, it's just a grind to get into the I League through the second division. It's a very difficult league to get out of. And then to spend that kind of money to have run an I League club and then not get anything in return from sponsorship to television time to any of these things. I'm not sure if they'll, uh, they'll be keen on uh, fielding an ISL team, I mean, I League team once they go down. So that's a little sad, but that's the harsh reality and uh, it could have been any of them. It could have been uh, Chennai City also who who just escaped because they were the Neroka was worse than Chennai. And even I saw who 
two, three, four years ago were the champions and the toast of Indian football for a, and now they are also struggling. So it's just sad, but it, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, heartbreaks are part of football, right? That's the that's what makes it beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And talking about that, I mean, Aizal always keeps up and they always come back and they've secured uh, their battle even before uh, it could go down. But talking about the uh, matches that are going to be played on Sunday, we're not looking at the games of Saturday, but the championship group, uh, Trav will be playing Churchill Brothers and Gokulam will be playing Mohamedin. Uh, Mohamedin SC kind of spoiled party the last time they played, uh, but Gokulam dropped points a bit and that could probably cost them i don't know we have to wait and see because now there's a lot of uh, permutation and combination going ahead uh, but ajay your thoughts on these two games what are you expecting uh, between churchill brothers and trau and then mohammedan nasi taking on gokulam kerala fc well uh, i think uh, yeah as uh, you know we've been speaking church it's churchill's uh, title to lose and they have been you know in, on a very poor run of form and uh, which has allowed obviously trau to catch up and uh, gokulam fc if somehow just keep on missing chances to actually uh, you know take take the lead also even i think you know they've they've really been on and off uh, this season but i think um, uh, yeah i mean it, it would be great uh, to see you know either one of the teams clinch the title um, for me i'm not you know uh, backing anyone as such not rooting for any one team as such but uh, uh, let's hope for a good round of games and you know a lot of attacking football uh, we that's that's what you've seen with uh, these teams as far as the relegation goes i mean i i fear that you know neroka will probably not come back as sandeep mentioned for all the reasons and um, you know that would be the case with any uh, i league team in the future as well because you know going back into the i league too and then finding you know finding a way up back into the i league with the promised land of isl is just a, a bit too stretchy in in terms of you know uh, uh, getting uh, so so you know getting uh, funding and you know raising money and finding sponsors so uh, you could see you know some some of these clubs getting shut down permanently or probably playing in their local domestic leagues it's a sad and sorry state state of affairs but you know that is what it is and i think you know that's that's something that we need to constantly keep on uh, talking about Uh, I'm sorry I'm, if I'm speaking a little more towards uh, this aspect than the the I League situation, but uh, it is it is painful to see. I mean, it could have been Chennai Chennai City as well, and Chennai City were champions, you know, in just the recent past, and uh, for all good reason, you know, they they could have been the team uh, that could have gone down, and probably, uh, you know, uh, the lock would have been put on the club gates forever. And this is a club that has given so many Indian players from the state of Tamil Nadu, and you know, uh, the players who are now playing in the ISL. So. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. This season, uh, we've officially got confirmation that uh, you know the I League is a is a second division, uh, is the second division. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think so. I can contribute anything more. Well, Sandeep, your oh. thoughts on the games? Yes, Sandeep. No, no, it's the same thing I was going to add on that uh, when I spoke about the I don't know if I clarified this when I spoke about the Falguni uh, playing in the second division. I was proud. I think if I didn't clarify, I would like to clarify that he was playing for Trau there also. So um, yeah, it's an interesting thing, right? Uh, two, you have a team like Gokulam and Churchill who have managed to spend decent amount of money and get good foreigners in, and uh, Trau has done very smartly signed uh, Torsino, 
who they lose for the final rounds so he is a major reason why where they are, they are where they are including scoring that absolute uh, thrashing free kick that he scored in the last game he went through i mean if any uh, if a wall or a defender wanted to stand in front of it all the best to you because it is like putting your head in front of a train he just smashed it in and that guy is a very uh, tajiki international player so he is going to play for uh, tajikistan in the international break so they'll miss his services uh, bigya sagar has been in good form especially in the second phase where he scored two back to back hatricks so he might have to carry a lot of the uh, weight of goal scoring in that sense and um, yeah it's actually trow two years ago i had spoken to the co- uh, the owner polen meti i think and uh, if i mistaken his name i'm so sorry but i think it's polen meti only and then he was talking about how there was a discussion like if i league doesn't go forward the club was actually thinking of uh, relegating itself like how shillong did to concentrate more on playing in the local leagues to produce the players who they can then you know uh, sell off to bigger teams and play the role as a creator of player, you know players rather than a, a top top level team because running a i league team is quite expensive and uh, the returns are not that great and finding sponsors also very difficult because uh, it's shown in a television channel randomly which most people are not very aware of and then uh, there is no promotion nothing of this sort so even aff uh, hardly does much for uh, i league so uh, never thinking from that situation don't forget that, uh, don't forget that it is actually someone an intern holding his mobile camera and live streaming it onto facebook and tv so oh, i thought that to someone like instat it was instat last year this year it's not instant no no it's a they've got cuts and all man so i think it's a four camera setup maybe one sports only are doing it but either way it's not very well produced so uh, for trow to be there it's a nice nice story i would like them to win i'm a gokulam fan but i don't know more and more uh, i just feel sort of disenfranchised with that team so uh, with the way they are run in the background not for uh, any other reason so yeah it's just uh, it is just what it is yeah absolutely I mean, certain things that happen behind the scenes kind of always obstruct us, or you know, from going ahead and supporting the team that we thought would be our very own. But that's how it is, like Sandeep said. That's it is what it is. Uh, but it'll be great story for Trow if they can make it, and uh, it'll be amazing. But as I said, it'll go down to the wire. We have we don't have the fixtures for the last set of games, uh, so hopefully we have them soon. Now you can follow the I League website and the social media handles. for that as well uh well that brings us to the end of this episode and hopefully you guys enjoyed we had just two of them and uh we hopefully if you have why don't you all your listeners who are tuning in uh, let us know your picks uh five indian five foreigners and uh, your 11s as well you can uh, tag us on twitter instagram and probably dm us on facebook as well uh and let us know your thoughts on the youtube channel as well so that's it guys thank you so much for tuning in and uh, congratulations to mumbai city fc for winning the shield as well as the isl congratulations to bengaluru united richard and team for winning the bdfa hopefully we see them looking forward to see what they have in store uh, in the upcoming seasons as well uh we'll be back next week as well with some probably looking at i league in depth uh and maybe we have a fun episode coming with two of 
to maybe one new voice will be on the show next week hopefully that can happen and uh, like i said we stay tuned to uh, the totally indian football show follow us and subscribe to us on audio platforms like the spotify apple podcast Uh, we are also available on humans of indian football uh, youtube channel please subscribe there as well uh, we have some great stuff coming up your way guys thank you so much once again sandeep and ajay to both the men uh, and this is your host suju signing off see you next week